Hey, Dan. Hey, Sarah. Hey. Did you want to hear a joke? Please. Okay. What do astronauts put on their toast? Oh, what? Space jam. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's such a random joke. It's space jam. Yeah, it's a movie. We get it. But it's like, that's not relevant at all. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's yeah. quality. It's, it's uh, hot toast inspired. Yeah. There we go. All so. right. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's play the intro and then we'll, we'll come back. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, 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 the, the two, two drunk, drunk accountants. It's been a few weeks since we've done that. I think we've been on a bit of a low and maybe we're coming out the other side. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, with us today on the podcast, we're very excited. We've got Sarah Lawrence, uh, founder of Hot Toast, uh, Zero Punner, and the 2023 Canning Awards CFO of the Year. Did you know that, Tim? No, yeah. but that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Congratulations. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. I didn't think anyone knew. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's uh, great to have you on. We're going to dive into some trends that you're seeing around at the moment and and maybe, you know, some of the, um, you know, the um, solutions to some of the problems that you're seeing. Um, But uh, the very first thing I want to do is we forgot already Mm. a new thing. Uh, This episode, well, not this episode. The, the joke, joke that you just that heard fantastic joke. Is, uh, is sponsored by Heather Smith, yeah. the great Heather Smith, uh, <laughs> who sent us some beer, non-alcoholic beer. It's called Sober. Sober, which is a really cool idea, by it's the way. Sick. So it's, you love non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. I'll hold this up it, for the camera. Here's just a free plug to Sober. Um, it's a premium non-alcoholic craft beer infused with Australian bush tucker. So cool. I actually um, have drunk a couple of these now. Mm. I had can one on the weekend. They're really good. Yeah, I can say they taste like beer. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and they I, like you know, so if you're looking for, for uh, to sponsor a joke, if you want to be our joke sponsor of the week, all you've got to do is send us some beer <laughs> or maybe a wine. A lovely red would go down nicely with a joke in my mind. Wouldn't be against it. And you too can sponsor this. So It doesn't have to be non-alcoholic either. It could be extra alcoholic. I'm pro-alcohol <laughs> if, if you want to send us. I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but just send us some. We'll see. But uh, Tim, you're a fan of the non-alcoholic beer and Heather did you a solid with that, I think. So uh, shout out to Heather. Yeah, Heather thanks, Smith. Heather. Sponsor of the podcast, Joke of the Week. <laughs> anyway, Tim. What, what is the Tim, Tim and Dello? How was your week? Uh, good. I actually took a couple of days off. So, mm. Sarah, being a CFO, is 30 June a busy time for you? End of financial year. Uh, it's busy, but for different reasons. Mm. So, not for the, the tax strategy stuff, but mm. definitely around like the pre-planning and the forward kind of F. FY24 planning and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. So I'm sure we get our ducks in a row and everyone's up to date. So, yes. but, but not as stressful as, uh, as you guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not usually that crazy, but this year is just mental. There was just a lot of random stuff. I think we said this last week that we're just, we're, we're, mm. we were feeling the heat 
Since mm. then, 30 June has come and gone. It was an intense week. And uh, it's still busy. So, <laughs> Yeah, I took a couple of days off, which means yeah. I'm now behind on a few things, but yeah. I definitely feel better. You needed the that. recharge. Yeah. So that's good. So that was really nice. And the weather, how good's the weather been? Like Wednesday, it felt like a spring yeah. balmy day I don't know here if, on the coast. I don't know if either of you have noticed this though, but when I woke up a few days this week, I was like, ooh. <laughs> it's a little bit different. I'm not as chilly yeah. right now. Like I'm yeah. just like a little bit of heat, not yeah. heat, but just like the edge was gone. It's that El Nino, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening already. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that's cool. So yeah, it took a few days off. What'd you do? What did I do? Uh, life admin. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sad, really. What did that mean? I involve? purchased some shares in my super fund. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that I've been meaning to buy. <laughs> Fun. For 18 months. Yeah. So that's what an accountant does on their, on their days off. Uh, but yeah, we had a staycation. So we went out to Brecky a few times, you know, save budget on the accommodation, mm. um, but spent it on food and alcohol, nice which one. was nice. So yeah. And I played golf as well. So that was fun too. How good. Mm. How good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Sarah, how's uh, your week been? What have you been up to? We had the we had the awards on Friday night, so it's always great to the Accountants kind of Daily Awards. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do the the twenty twenty three CFO of the Year over there, Tim. Mm, so, yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a great night. It's just a it's a good time to catch up with friends. You know, mm. like I think it's a pretty close industry, and we all, for the most part, get along. So it's mm. it's always great to just get out and blow off some steam and and um yeah and say hi to everybody, and then you know soccer soccer on Sunday Ooh. and. You know, with my two and a half year old daughter and doing the swimming and the gym class and everything else. So that's, that's my life. That's Dizzy my times. week. That's cool. I, I can totally relate to that. Not uh, because I only have one kid and he's uh, eight months old. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not doing any of that stuff yet, but I can imagine that would be right. very busy. Anyway, it's all coming down the road for you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. I imagine it's like a trade off because the sleep would be getting slightly better but then your Does activities get, get more full. Tell me it gets better, Sarah, the sleep. You <laughs> adjust. <laughs> I think you just, yeah. I just, it's just a new part of your life. Yeah. So. <laughs> that time but that you used to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new chapter. We'll just get used, used to the baggy, the baggy eyes and uh, mm. just move, get on with it, I guess. Well, drink some sobers. Drink a few more sobers. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> or, um, you know, actually, we should make a, not a rival brand, but like a, we should collaborate with Sober and we could make one called like Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's alcohol. <laughs> it's 80 proof And alcohol. we just have like two and then big words drunk and then accountants <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> I think yeah. that'd be good. We should get in touch. Give Dan and, Dan and Tim a call. Yeah, yeah exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Or anyone who makes alcoholic beverages. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my Tim and Dan though this week, Tim, is I'm going to throw yet another new segment at you. Perfect. I love it. I love if you tuned segments. in listeners last week, you would have heard F boy or not. Yeah, we may bring that back. I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, some point in the future. Yeah, we threw. You, a few I people saw on your Instagram. You've been watching a bit more F boy over the weekend. Uh, yeah, I finished it. And you, you got you got fooled by one of the F boys. I was fooled. I thought he was a nice guy, but he was an F boy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Anyway, so he gets your money, right? He would have got my money. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Damn him. <laughs> but uh, Tim, you know I'm a big fan of Christmas. I do know this. You know, yeah. I'm a, I love Christmas. Yeah. You and um, I was reflecting on my Christmas recently. Right. And I don't think it was very good. <laughs> my most recent Christmas. What? It just wasn't great. 
Okay. Right. So we're we like, going for Christmas in July. For, for is instance, this don't or? get ahead of me. <laughs> for, for instance, there was uh, an entire series of the Santa Claus that came out. You know the Santa Claus movie. Mm. Well, they released a sequel series, and I just didn't watch it. <laughs> That is unlike me, right? <laughs> right. Okay. So you just went in the spirit. Is I wasn't in the spirit, I think. Mm, okay. But I feel maybe the spirit's coming now. <laughs> and the entire month of July is going to be Drunksmas in July. Hey, Drunksmas in July. Okay. We are going to do Christmas right. themed things the whole way through July. So what are we doing today? There's a few things. First, there's going to be gifts. We're oh, giving gifts. out gifts, okay. G-I-F-T-S, if you can't hear okay. that through my Plural. coasty accent. More than, more than one. Yeah, every week, okay. there'll be a little gift we give to you, dear listeners. This week, the first gift for the first three people who- Three people. Three okay. people who get into- I don't know why I chose three. Just feel like <laughs> it. feels like a good number. Just feel like a great number. <laughs> Could be more. Yep. We will send you- A shirt? No, because they're limited. <laughs> we, we, will, we will send you a stubby cooler. Oh, yes. And we do know they're very good stubby coolers. And they're they easily an <laughs> <laughs> They fit so flat in an envelope. Yeah. Why don't you send one to Sarah, yeah, actually? we should send one to Sarah. Yeah. Stubby holder. All right. <laughs> yeah. There's one coming your way. All right. So we're giving out four stubby, stubby holder scores. Uh, yeah. But uh, if the first three people, if you just send us an Instagram, an email, whatever it is, the first three people to get in touch right now, like if you're on your phone, just like send me a message mm-hmm. on the Instagram and we'll send you a stubby, stubby caller. Oof. Merry Drunksmas, everybody. <laughs> but I actually think, Tim, that this could be something that really brings us together because you recently came up with a theory that Easter mm. is, <laughs> um, the, best is the best holiday. <laughs> yeah. Because your family it gets around, yeah. you can have food, you do all these things. But it's but more short-lived. The, the commercial know? aspects of it are gone. You, know? you, you don't have to worry about that. It's just chocolate. I mean, we know you're a big Grinch. You hate the gifts. You hate the spirit. But I just think maybe Christmas in July could be our thing because it's Mm. all the Christmas spirit, none of the gifts. I can get around that. No, our first week theme is gifts, Dan. Oh, actually, weeks three through four are also gifts, but they're different. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought... yeah, uh, let's just, I'll give you a hint. If, if I have time, which I don't, but if I have time, the fourth week gift may be a Two Drunk Accountants Christmas song. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Which I've partly written already. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like it. You were telling me about this song actually last couple, week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you brought it right around and made it Christmas in July. I did. I like it. This is funny you say that because Christmas in July, people go get photos for that. It's weird. They go get family photos for it. I didn't know that was a thing. Should we so, do that? Yes. And <laughs> dress up. <laughs> yeah, dress up. Yeah. We can take our whole accounting firm team and go get photos Christmas in July. If we had time, that would be a good idea. Um, anyway, that, that's- uh, my then. That's So yeah. Uh, Christmas right. in July, it's happening the rest of this month. Sarah, do you do you and your team do any like Christmas in July or end of financial year like celebrations? Yeah, no, we're more like zero con and actual mm. Christmas. Like mm. we'll <laughs> real Christmas because we're distributed. Like we'll go to like we've got we've got um, team members in Brisbane and Sydney mm. and Melbourne. So like we'll pick one of the one of the states and we'll uh, we'll fly up there and, and do a big Christmas and then kick off for holidays. So Oof, that's good. Sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good. We'll be doing. We're taking the whole team this year to zero con, except mm. for Tim. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll be in Europe, unfortunately. But I'll be there with the podcast, single uh, solo drunk accountants. There's always one every single year. I'll just be in Europe, but can't come. 
<laughs> Everyone's going to Europe at the moment. Yeah, yeah it's really annoying. Um, <laughs> I like how you, your Freudian slip there, Dan. Single, Single drunk solo. Yeah, drunk it, was a, it was a Freudian <laughs> slip. Uh, all right, let's move on, shall we? It is the business update. Uh, I do have a couple of quick business updates. Sponsored by Cats Accountants, by the way. Thank you, Cats Accountants. Mm. It's definitely not us. It is us. <laughs> we are Cats Accountants for sponsoring our own podcast. Um, and we are no longer looking for someone, although still apply because maybe we're looking for more than one person. I would hire again. Yeah. Gladly. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, interest rates on hold again this week. Yeah. With an indication they could go up again. Next so time. I feel like this is going to like flow through to our chat with Sarah because we're going to talk about some economic factors, what's happening in business and industry at the moment. Mm. But yeah, I do think a lot of people were waiting for that interest rate announcement with bated breath. Yeah, they were. It was interesting. And um, I'm, we're noticing this year a lot of people really wanting to get in their tax and financials done early so they can go refinance. Mm. Um, so we're seeing that a lot. Um, so if you're an accountant out there, you're probably experiencing the same thing. If you're a small business out there, you're probably wondering, can I go refinance? Yeah, yeah because there are cashback offers. It's not mm. necessarily like you're going to get a much lower interest rate, mm. but... Mm. It is interesting, but that's just something I noticed. Um, the, the second business update this week, uh, one of them was actually sent in um, by a listener uh, of the podcast, and it was PwC selling their consultancy arm for like a mm, dollar. For a dollar. Yeah. Oof. Not sure. <laughs> yeah. Not sure about that. Yeah. I mean, look, it's gone all through the radio and every, mm. the news. Everyone knows about it. Mm. Doesn't look right. Doesn't smell right. There's something weird about it. I know. <laughs> I know. But... What are you going to do? I don't know. It's not illegal. That's that's one of the articles I was reading was carrying on about the fact that they operate as a partnership and therefore also have less scrutiny that they have to mm. oblige by, but they voluntarily enter into. So like their whole structure is a partnership of all these different. Anyway, mm. apparently eight of them have been um, fired. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just our PwC update. The fallout continues. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see that continue on again. Um, government. We've got ideas and we're willing to <laughs> tell you them. So get in touch. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Um, Tardust tip. Tim, do you have a Tardust oh, tip? Tardust tip. Yeah. What could we go with this week? Let's see. Well, if it's Christmas in July, I don't buy gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always a big fan of the re-gift. You know that, Dan. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm, I'm almost certain I've received re-gifts from you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, if you've received a gift from me, if yeah. anyone has received a gift from me, it's very likely re-gifted. I mean, the worst part is the gifts I gave you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone straight back to you. Uh, yeah. Have you got a tight ass tip, Sarah? Is there anything that you think is a good little way, a little penny saver? Like a parenting I, one? I'm looking for those. It's more of a practical one. So um, a couple of a couple of sessions ago, you had Sarah Cotton from Transitioning Well On. Yes. Zero's mental um, health and well-being report. Yeah. Um, this week, I was lucky enough. One of her team members from Transitioning Well took me through their Parent Well. Um, no, she sent that. She, yeah, oh, no. I haven't looked at it yet, but mm. it is. It is free. So if you're a small business owner, if you're an employer or if you're a team member, like you can jump on and it's super interactive. So you can sit there with your team member and go through like the journey leave planner, um, pre, pre-delivery and then on the other side as well. There's so many resources and I just thought like their lawyers have checked it out. So like all the information that you're getting on there, it's like 
if you're a small business owner, you'd actually have to go and find that information mm. out from like a HR person or, you know, from That's Fair awesome. Work. And they also give like little templates that you can write to your employee, like your employer. So just it's one of those tools that it's free and it just makes your life easy as an employer or as a team member. And it's just like, it's just a really nice feel like mm. to kind of, you know, have everybody in the team just knowing what's going on and, and just have those resources at the top of your tippy fingers. So, yeah, uh, they took through this week, this week, and I was just like, I've already told my clients all about it. I'm like, oh, my God, get on to this. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's my tip. It's um, parentwell.com.au. Love it. Um, you should definitely get it. Yeah, Sarah did send that through to us. Yeah, I've got it in my um, to action. Mm. Um, inbox. Yeah, right after Gotta get there. the 400 other two <laughs> actions that we've currently got. Yeah. No, I think it's such a good idea because it is, it's um, a massive change in your life as the new parent. Um, and then it's also a really hard thing for the business owner too to have a team member go on maternity leave or have a child. So, so yeah, I think, I think any awareness you can be getting in that area is going to save you a lot of headaches and it's definitely going to save you money <laughs> so, yeah so <laughs> worthwhile checking out well, that's a good tight ass tip mm. learn and get Great some one. support thanks sarah for free nothing's nothing's more tight ass than free uh, yeah it always tastes better <laughs> <laughs> like uh non-alcoholic yeah, beer. Like, so like, like this sober <laughs> beverage i've got in front of me tastes very good all right well why don't we move on to the main topic today which is our chat with sarah so let me, let me get, there we go. That's the official transition. I don't know if you can hear that. Last week, um, <laughs> we realized that the guests can't hear the transition sound. <laughs> so we're like waiting and pushing a button like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't hear it go. Yeah, it's like yeah. a popping sound. There it goes. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we just need to make the sound yeah. ourselves. That was pretty good. That, that was pop. good, actually. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to um, chat with you, Sarah, today about things that you're seeing at the moment, trends that you're seeing with businesses, uh, a lot of uh, people are experiencing interesting things at the moment. There's a lot of places in which, you know, we can be more efficient and find some productivity and, mm. and you've got a lot of experience in this space in the role that you have. So let's dive in and let's start at the very top. What do you see? Yeah, so I think, I think this end of financial year has been a weird one. I think the last six months has probably been, there's been a shift in like in sentiment out there. Um, and there's a level of uncertainty, I think, that's now getting baked into the economy. So, um, yeah, you know, obviously interest rates have gone up. They've gone up steeply, really quickly, um, inflation as well. Um, and then with really tight labour market. And it's just, yeah, it's just, I think the last couple of months in particular, we've really seen you know, small businesses start to struggle, you know, mm. I think for the most part off the back of COVID, you know, had that kind of revenge spend, you had the economy propped up with funding revenge from the spend. government. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and, and so, you know, the, we were kind of bobbing away for a while there. Um, and, and now I'm seeing the rubber hit the road and I'm seeing, you know, we're seeing small businesses hurt a little, you know, mm. we're seeing flow really tight. Um, we're seeing, you know, clients drop off for them and you know a lot of a lot of clients i would say not a lot of clients but you know ones that have only been operating the last five years this is the first time they've experienced this you know it's the first time they've kind of been in this situation so yeah yeah the last six months is we kind of clocked it about 18 months ago when we kind of went back to basics with our clients we knew it was coming down the road and so we kind of went back to basics and we were like okay let's focus on oops, Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
let's just turn that off. Um, <laughs> let's focus on, you know, so, you know, we're really big on like, you know, unit economics, you know, what kind of profit are you making? What does that potentially look like? Um, what does that look like across your products and services, mm. the margins? And then, you know, how does how does your profitability then, you know, talk to your cash flow and your balance sheet and everything? Mm. So yeah. we've been taking a really proactive approach about 18 months ago, but, you know, things happen. It's business and things have changed really quickly and, um, you know, especially things out there in the world and there's not as, as much capital out, you know, that is sitting in the market at the moment. So things are tightening up. So a lot of cash flow conversations, a lot of profitability conversations and a lot of, you know, well, what are the options around your strategy and what happens at certain trigger points? And again, you know, tough conversations. I think, you know, the last six months has been a real moment of, you know, educating clients and working with clients and, you know, sometimes good business is about having the courage to make those tough decisions at the right time. Mm. You know, sometimes if you've been gunning kind of like this for the last five years, you know, you think things are going to continue to go at that level of trajectory and, and that we're, not, we're just not working under the same economic conditions as right now as we mm. were 18 months ago. So, you know, it's not all doom and gloom, but I think, you know, we've we're gone back to basics and really buttoning down with the conversations that we're having with our clients and cash flow, automation, efficiency is a big part of that conversation. Yeah. So awareness that the world is changing. Mm. We are headed for new ground. Mm. Definitely. And I mean, there's been a lot of new ground in the last few years, but this new ground is potentially things are going to get a little tougher. Um, and so, yeah, like I think I hear what you're saying there, Sarah. It's about not putting your head in the sand mm. and trying to ignore <laughs> what is changing and uh, getting ahead of the curve there. Yeah. And I think that's easy to do when you've never been in that situation before with your business. Like I think you know, most of us are quite optimistic and we're hoping, oh, you know, we just lost a client, but that's okay. We would usually pick up another couple. So, yeah. you know, continue on that trajectory. So just, just working really closely with, you know, business owners and boards and whatnot and going, okay, well, what are our options and what does that potentially look like? And then how do we, like, what's the risk mitigation strategy behind that as well? You know, yeah. what potential do we need to look down the road for? Mm. So, yeah, it's it's just been it's just been a different shift in gear, I think, in the last six months. But it's one that I think everyone saw coming about eighteen months ago with interest rates creeping up. And mm. I'd say, you know, US is probably six months ahead of us in, in mm. everything that we're we're doing at the moment in terms of our, our data and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just being aware and, and sitting down having some healthy conversations. I think the, the yeah. other side of that coin is true. Like, yes, we're, we're optimists and, and, and people will think, oh, you know, in the past we've got some, so things will be okay. But I, I have also seen the other side where people panic. They, they go, uh-oh, what's going on here? And then they start to like really get stressed yeah. and really start freaking out. Uh, and, and I like what you said at the beginning and it's really just trying to help them bring it back to the basics. It's mm. like, all right, let's, let's look at your cash flow. Where are the issues? Let's mm. look at your margins. What's happened? Oh, you can see here, your costs have gone up. So yeah. we can, you know, we, let's start planning for that. I like that, Dan. Mm. I think because there's stress and there's anxiety. Mm. So I was speaking to our wellness coach about this today. Nice. Uh, who's also a friend of the pod, Jay. Yeah. Uh, and He'll be back on in February. <laughs> <laughs> there's stress and there's anxiety. Yeah. And stress is something you can control. You're becoming more regular, like the turnaround. <laughs> coming shorter and shorter. Yeah, yeah. Well, just strangely <laughs> enough, we've had, we've had him on every February for the last three years, yeah. just accidentally. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, let's get Jay back on. I don't and know like, why. Oh, it's February again. It's probably like yeah. the, the years, the years, you know, you've gone through the Christmas period and yeah. you're like, you know, well, better, better work in my waistline again yeah. here. Or <laughs> got some things to kick off to get my health a bit better. Yeah. Let's get Jay on. But no, um, 
Yeah. So stress are things you can control, mm. um, actionable things. And so those are the conversations you're talking about there, mm. Sarah, and the planning and the strategy, looking at profit, how it speaks to cash flow. Anxiety is around things we can't control. And that is the economy. Yeah. That is interest rates. That is our customers' no. spending decisions. Uh, so we can't control those things to a large extent, uh, but we can control our stress. Yeah. And, and all you can do for the things that are causing you anxiety is to just create some contingency plans, plan for a few different scenarios, and that's all you can do. And then you just watch and go with the flow, really, at that point. Yeah. I'd also say that like it's it's good to have like accountants like yourself and people in the room that have gone through it before that are also small business owners sometimes like you know problem shared is a problem halved you know and having that kind of context from somebody that sits outside your sphere you know like when you're in it you know like it's it's very easy for me to give advice as a CFO to my clients, you know, mm. because I'm, you know, I'm I'm somewhat removed from that from that it's business. Less and so mm. we work really heavily in like the TV and advertising space. So like for the most part, like I can tell you how to to scale a business like that. You know, I've been in that space for a really long time, but I've also got that kind of awareness because like I don't have skin in that in the game. But mm. you know. For my own business, it's like that's why I have good people around me so yeah. that I can, like, mm. they can call BS on me. And it's like, am I stressing about this? Is this a real thing? Is this something that I should be looking at? So um, it's just making sure that you've, you've got that support network as well. And whether that's your advisor, your accountants, or mentors, um, making sure you can check in with them and they can give you a no BS kind of conversation. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, like your spouse can be handy for those conversations as well, your partner, your business partner. But sometimes, like, it's good to have someone who isn't you know external you, you want to eat dinner with later yeah. or <laughs> to talk about those stressful things yeah they, they might get sick of those conversations too yeah not speaking from experience <laughs> well they might be busy looking after a baby dan it's true it's true <laughs> so i i think um you know you, you've sort of hit a few things on the head already that, that you know a lot of your clients are, are wanting help with you know cash flow automation and efficiency um let's let's dive into those a little bit more um mm -hmm. you know cash flow uh is something that we work on a lot with our clients and and there's all different areas of cash flow that we can dive into but but something that i've been searching more and more on and and every so often i keep switching the tools i'm using all right how, do, how am i doing a cash flow forecast am i using this am i using this or mm. am i using that you know what i'm sick of that one there's a new one i'm going to use that app this new thing called excel yeah and then and then eventually <laughs> we just end up back in excel or or we do an, another simpler way you know when we're working through our you know bottom-up budgets and our um you know our you know stolen profit first style uh, percentages <laughs> but um but w what tools are you seeing out there that are people are starting to ad adapt or, or or use or or are you finding useful yeah so i i mean i think in any apps like if you go to the zero app store there's like if you're a small business owner and mm. you want to find reporting or anything like that like definitely use that as a starting point i always direct people to to there mm. um for me we we actually use a lot of excel like oh. i i'm quite like you guys like mm. i've spent a long time testing out new apps and whatnot and i always end up coming back to excel and google sheets and that's probably because i can bake in the complexity that i want to bake into that into those tools um and also you know it's just it, it's it's just always easy for me to do well, <laughs> the essence of design is simplicity right yeah. so it's sometimes <laughs> unless it's overcomplicated unless, unless it's too simple 
like some apps <laughs> and then you're like, this isn't useful at all. Yeah. <laughs> Zero has a cash um, flow yeah. tool. Hmm. Yeah, it does have a cash flow tool. Um, it's mm. a good starting place. Yeah. I think what's better is if probably you layer that a little bit more as well. Um, and I think it's quite specific. Look, cash flow is always the bane of every accountant's you know, an advisor's kind of existence. And mm. that's because to do cash flow really well, you need to be quite invested in it because mm. things change quite quickly. So mm. you can bake out, you know, different scenarios and things are happening on a different rotation, but then life happens, right? And business yeah. happens, get pushed out. So to do it properly, you need to have the attention to do it properly um, and the focus. So what we've been doing a lot at the moment with um, Zero is basically we've been using a lot of the Zero reports, but for a lot of other stuff, what we were doing is putting a data connector off the back of it and going into Google Sheets where we've got like live data updates cool. and we've been modifying um, reports off the back of it, cash flow reports off the back mm. of it. And it's probably the best cash flow reporting that we've got at the moment. That's and sick. that might sound like a lot of heavy lifting for a small business advisor uh, or small business owner, but, but really like connecting up the data is really quick, really easy and quick. And it takes like half an hour and then you can start to pull really good data off the back of that. Um, and that's the biggest win that we've kind of had because you can kind of set as well, like data refreshes and stuff like that. So that's, oh, that's what very cool. we think at the moment. Yeah. Like yeah. That. We, Tim and I recently were sitting in our boardroom just over there and using chat GPT to create an API link into zero. <laughs> <laughs> To create You're about halfway there <laughs> before we gave up, but I, I do, I can really relate to you. Um, yeah, just trying to build something that works for you because I've done the same thing. Like, I spend a lot of time on Chat GPT going, How do I connect this system with this system, yeah. go on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough to do this. Let's see how this script look. What this script looks like. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. But um, so yeah, I, it, I think you know really the, the the first advice is you need to know your cash flow. You know, measuring something. I always say this: measuring something is changing something. So if if you're not aware of what it is, if you're not aware of what's happening in your business, how where your cash flow is, diagnosing where the problems are, nothing's going to change. Yeah. So, so it's just if you can just use any tool to start, that's a good spot. I find a lot of business owners, particularly small business owners, their cash flow tool is their bank account mm. and the app on their phone for mm. their online banking. <laughs> um, and they generally got to have um, an amount in their mind that that bank account should be tracking at, mm. whether it should be moving up or down or staying the same. That's, that's usually what they're using. So I think if you could just step that up a little bit mm. and look in zero, look at the reporting, there's a cash flow report in there. Mm. There's a profit and loss report. There's a balance sheet. Mm. Look at those things. Um, that's a really good starting point yeah um, and i just i'd say off the back of that as well like i know everyone's like cash is king bank account but like start with the basics like are you making money like yeah. this is this is a really good time of the year so for us like we use a lot of the tracking in zero and that's how we bring out the data and then kind of sort sort them all into different kind of dashboards and everything. Um, but if you start with like really good tracking, really clean data, you can see the profitability. And now's a really good time of the year to go, 
are we making money? Mm. Like, what does that potentially look like? You know, costs have gone up in the last 12 months. Are we pricing at the right level? Like, start with the hard work and that detailed work first, and then that will naturally flow into like, okay, well, how much money is sitting sitting in your bank account? So, I think sometimes cash is king and what what is sitting in your bank account, it's it's just too simple, you know? Like, make sure that you have a really good rounded look at like, are you an effective, efficient, profitable business first and foremost? And then what it's, are your levers and how do you, you know, how do you then pull those to make more money and, and then effectively get more money in your bank account? Your, um, your bank account's really a lagging indicator of everything else. It's 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 um, if you're making the sales and you're collecting the money and you're paying your bills at the appropriate times, your bank account will be a fine. Mm. But it's the first thing that people see, as Tim was saying, they open their phone, that's all they're looking at. They're not running that's their the P&L on zero. <laughs> they're not looking at their balance sheet. Mm. They're looking at, is the bank account right? But really there's you know, several weeks worth of tasks and actions and whip and inventory and all things that have gone into build that amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're right, Sarah. It's if you can focus on the, the leading mm. you know, KPIs first, mm-hmm. it, it will get better. The bank account is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. And... And this relates to the economy right now. So many businesses have had a pretty good 12 months, actually. It's been a pretty good 12 months of business and it's just starting to maybe turn for Mm. some industries and some businesses. Not all, definitely. Mm. Some are still knocking it out of the park. But um, the ironic thing there is cash flow may start to pull back a little bit for some businesses, Mm. but they will owe tax from last year. (laughs) So some of the cash that you think you have in your bank account right now, that tip Mm. of the iceberg might not belong to you. No. If you were to go lodge your tax and pay it tomorrow, Mm -hmm. as an example, depending on if you've been budgeting for it or not. So there's just a really obvious example of how you can't just use your bank account to manage your cash flow. Absolutely. You've got to get much more granular. Yeah. And I think you said something really interesting around like, just like know what that cash cash conversion cycle is for you as well. Like from the moment that you do the work to the moment that you get paid, like just build that out in a really granular way and go, where is, where are the lags happening like yes. within that? And how can I potentially make sure that I am like shortening that time frame? Um, and if you can use technology to do that and I like really obvious ones are like, you know, prepayments of like, you know, of work or also like making sure you've got the big paint, like any roadblock that you potentially have to get paid, take it away. You know, like how can I make that process as efficient as possible for somebody that wants to like work with me? So big pay now button on your zero invoice, you know, make sure you're getting that. Like anything like that, it's like anything, it's kind of like team members as well. Like how can I make sure that I take all roadblocks away from them so they're Mm. performing best they can and it's the same with getting paid and it's the same with like getting money in your bank remove the friction yeah remove the friction yeah spot on yeah you're right it is it's simpler than you would think right Mm. and it's even surprising how many small business owners um don't make the most of their supplier accounts as well because and they're doing it with in mind doing the right thing Mm. they just want to keep on top of it so every week they're just they're just paying it off then Mm. they know it's all sorted um but yeah if you have a two-month account available to you Mm. Why, why wouldn't you begin to use that so that you can get a bit of ahead of the curve here? Because otherwise you're going to put yourself under stress mm. um, and you might start making negative decisions or having a mindset that is mm. not growth oriented. It's going to be more like survival oriented. Mm. So yeah, little tweaks like using a supplier account can change your mindset and then can change the opportunities your business actually finds. I think they're all linked. 
but it's the simple things like you said sarah it's simple things and it's like i know it's like boring business is sexy business right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true like the most successful businesses didn't happen overnight and it's because they've built discipline into mm. that process right and they know those trigger points and they know that they're not going to pay them for two weeks or they know that they're not going to do that but all of that data then comes in in a way that it's like okay now i have that level of transparency mm. when i'm looking at three to six months and i know that if this doesn't get paid or this doesn't happen then i know that i've got reserves there to to effectively like cover mm. me so mm. um you know so i know that for a lot of small business owners like accounts is like oh you know and finance but like there is real value in just having a real like education around like how your accounts work, what the movement of money, what's the movement of money and what does that look like? Mm. Like we know when people are stressed out and small business owners are stressed out, it like directly affects their mental health, yeah. you know? So it's like, just take that stress away from your life. Like do yeah. the hard yeah. work now, 12 months, 12 to 18 months and just build in some really good discipline around that and get technology to obviously help you do the heavy lifting with that. So like it. the other two areas, which we've sort of already started to, to tap into is, is automation and, and efficiencies. Um, yeah. What are some tips? Well, what are you seeing? What are you seeing people being successful uh, implementing into their business to help be that little bit more efficient? Because it is tough. Yeah. The labor market's tough. We're all capacities mm-hmm. full. Yeah. We're, we're trying to do um, more than what we've got time to do at the moment. And I think a lot of people in a lot of industries are feeling the exact same way. Yeah. yeah, work smarter, not harder. Like yeah. it's like my thing, you know. So, um, so for us, what's been really great, um, has been Zero's reports. They've got some really cool new functionality now around the customization. So, everything that we do has got like tracking attached to it. It's like at that granular level. So, um, we've been able to set up really cool customized reports, um, with the tracking off the back of it so that and then just sit down with the client and go these are the margins that you need to be hitting Mm. you know we might with you every every 30 days or whatever that looks like or every quarter um but you know we've set this customized report up for you in in zero so this is how you tap into it and this is how you look at that i said we had a bit um a new client i sat down with like three weeks ago and she's like, oh, God, we need to be more efficient. And she pulls up this, like, Excel document with this, mm. like, 20 tabs on it. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shivers. Like, yeah. And it's just like, you know, I always say to people, if you're doing any kind of repetitive data input and it's like three or four times you're doing that, you can use technology to basically take that pain point away from you. Mm. So I basically jumped into zero and looked at the custom reports and we set up, like, a report for her and I was like, like this is literally it live now. Like mm-hmm. all you're doing is doing summaries and account transactions. So I think with technology, looking at your tech stack at the moment and then just going, am I using it to the best of its ability? You know, like I know we all get busy and we don't see upgrades and updates, but sometimes, you know, it just now's the right time of the year to look at that planning and to basically like double down on that reporting part. Um, for us, like I said, with the data connectors, we're doing some really great work around like having really tight month-end closes so that we're doing like, you know, 24-hour month-end close. So you only you only know what you know, right? Mm. And so the ability to get closed accounts, data in front of business owners means that you can make those dis- business decisions quicker. Yeah. So definitely look like if you can put little data connectors out the back, what's been a real win for us is um, – 
we've got like mid-tier um, accountants that have been setting up dashboards in Google Sheets and they've been using chat GPT with the formulas. So like obviously big no-no, don't put client data in there. But like mm. it's just been awesome to see like, you know, people that have had good Excel skills now have like 10X skills. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's been awesome. And, and cool. to also then have a conversation with like one of our girls, Olivia, who's great. And she's like, you know, nine months ago, I wouldn't have even been able to do this because like I wouldn't have been playing around like with mm. macros, like really cool Excel formulas. And, awesome. and that's, you know, that's a three-hour job that's now just become a one-hour job. So yeah. like we're seeing like efficiencies being built off the back of that so um clean data like make sure your data is clean make sure your reporting set up the heavy i know that everyone's busy but the heavy lifting comes at like the start of the period if you can just sit down make sure you do the work now um and then kind of set and forget it and then just kind of modify it through the through the year then like you'll see the return further down the track yeah and i i think that's definitely something we're experiencing right now yeah, this is yeah. why we're so under the pump. Like, is we're, yeah. we're trying to, there's a window for accountants, especially if you've got a tax and compliance side of your business where it's about to get busy again in terms of doing all that work. So you've got a window right now where you need to like develop all the new systems, <laughs> get them going so they can be efficient and can run. So there's like a lot of initial time that you've got to put into these things. But then once they're up and running, they should save you multiples of that time it took you to, to prepare it. Mm. Um, but that's definitely why we're busy right this second. With our, like, we basically, because we tend to do quite large businesses that we do month-end close on, like, it took a bit of heavy lifting to get all of that set up. But now we're, like, pulling data out. It's, like, basically sorting it in Google Sheets for us. We're doing checks. And then it's uploading the manual journals again off the back into zero again. Wow. And we've now been able to kind of, like, rinse and repeat those templates across. So... I know that it's really hard to find the time, but if you can find the time, like mm. just do it, mm. just do it. Because you'll see the returns and the technology and then your ability to kind of jump into chat GPT and go, Hey, how would I use code to do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Chat GPT, yeah. make me more efficient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been really great. And mm. I think, I think the other part to that, especially in our industry is, you know, to have team members come back and be like, oh, I've done this and be really excited about yeah. it, you know, and get some really like, and it's like, I'm really enjoying the work that I'm doing now, Sarah, because like I'm doing something, I'm learning something and I'm able mm. to see like the impact that I can have. I think, I think that's another big win is like, you know, if you, if you use technology, you attract the right kind of people that are really excited and they want to go on that journey with you as well. So yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like it. Any other tools or things that you're seeing that people should be thinking about or using, or is it just broadly spend the time to create the systems because they will pay off? Mm. Yeah, I think for uh, like like I said, I I've done a lot of tech stack looking at over over the years. I think um, I always come back and I say, look, if you're industry specific, just make sure that you're broadly looking across your business and you're making sure that they talk to each other. Mm. Um, the end of the day, the data center should effectively sit in in the finance department, and your CFO or your accountant or internal people should be managing that. Um, so just make sure that you know you can you effectively have like a nice like systemized system, so everything's coming back to your finance department. Um, we use Zapier and all of that stuff to kind of link things up if they don't they don't have that. But at the moment, like you know, for the most part, everything mm. integrates. Jump on the app store as well, um, and it'll it can actually give you different like 
industries if you want to have a look at that mm. as well. But do, do the planning as around it as well, like, mm. you know, huge change management piece if you're introducing a new system into your business. So, like, just make sure you do your due diligence. Um, but, yeah, for us at the moment, we're spending a lot of time we're just building our own stuff. Like, and it's mm. stuff, honestly, we just weren't doing 12 months ago. Mm. And <laughs> just having cool. fun building our own stuff and making, like, little custom integrations and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. It, it gives me um, a little bit of excitement about the things that we're doing. You know, when it, whenever I speak to anyone who's doing something similar or, or, or trying to improve things, it always just makes my mind fire. And, and every small mm. business owner would be the exact same. You know, you'd be, yeah. you live and breathe this thing. You want to try and make it better. Definitely. But a lot of the time you're just like, I just don't have the time. I've got to do the work. But, you, mm. you know, the doing the work will be more efficient and be better if you just spend that time planning and preparing and, and being more in that that uh, um, planning quadrant uh, that we've spoken yeah. about in the past. So, Second quadrant. Mm. Mm. So yeah, definitely. That's, that's great. Also, when anyone ever says to me, industry-specific software and it's all in one, I say, don't use it because <laughs> it's usually rubbish. Hey, okay. Yeah, almost every time. If it's an all-in-one solution, if they say, oh, this does all the accounting and the industry-specific things, yeah, it's never going to get... It's never any good. I agree, Dan. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> usually it's on the desktop as well. Yeah, usually it's not cloud-based. It's <laughs> some person has forced you to use this thing and then they charge you a fortune to get it going and then they give up and go to zero and integrate it with some other app in two years' time. <laughs> so just skip the middleman. Just go to zero and use an integration into another app that's more industry-specific. Anyway, just a tidbit. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, I think... We've covered some great stuff here. And I think the main theme here is, is yeah, just invest some time in, in your business and your, t- and your systems to train, try and create some efficiencies and, uh, and cash flow. You know, you can't just look at your bank account. You, you need to be thinking about it. And there is tools that are easy for you to use to, to really manage it and review it. Yeah, I think it would be a mistake to be caught up so much in the day-to-day right now that you're mm. not planning for the next six to 12 months. Yeah. Like Sarah was saying. So... Um, and, and a lot of that is building out efficiencies. It's building systems. Um, it's improving your business so that it is more capable mm. of um, changing as the next six to 12 months mm. takes place, whatever that may be. Exactly. It may, who knows? We might be busier than ever. Everyone might be getting pumped and making huge profits in the next six to 12 months. We have no idea what it's going to look like. That'd be sick. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great problem to have. But if you're not planning... <laughs> doesn't matter what happens if it gets worse or better you're still going to be in a worse place probably in 12 months without planning without planning yeah <laughs> preparation Pre- yeah <laughs> so not make that all right no no it's clear we've, we've cleared it up uh, do some planning do some planning all right well i think that brings us to the end of our main topic today here's the sound effect ready did you hear that who? I no. didn't hear that. Oh. It's weird because people hear the intro, but they don't hear the... <laughs> anyway, end of our main topic today. Uh, before we finish up, let's just quickly cover some other things. Has anyone got any recommendations? Um, I can start. <laughs> Christmas themed. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Christmas episodes of TV shows. Uh. You know when TV shows just have like a Christmas episode? They're always good. Name one bad one. See, you can't. So (laughs) specifically, um, this is really flying my nerd flag here. I enjoy the television program, Doctor Who. 
and uh, they do a Christmas episode every year and it's awesome. So if you're into Christmas episodes of TV shows and you like sci-fi that's kind of shit, then go watch those. <laughs> Christmas. I, I would just say, as long as the Christmas episode isn't like a, you know, they do the best of of the, of the no, season. No, definitely not best ofs. Not they clip, don't do that anymore. Not like, clip, not clip episodes. Yeah, I hate them. There's like 2000s TV yeah. shows. There's always a best of You'd episode. You'd be like season six of Scrubs or something. Yeah. And there's something an episode that talks about all their best moments from the last six uh, seasons. I hate like, that. Why? I don't need yeah. to see this. I've it's just watched good, all of them. It's not a good episode. No, I agree with that. No, these are Christmas themed okay. episodes. It's just all about, you know, family and happiness. And I like that. It's Those good two things are good. Uh, speaking of family, happiness, mm. um, I my recommendation this week is the Fab Five, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I'm back <laughs> into it. I've been watching it again. The new version, like the Netflix one? Yeah, I'm yeah, watching the Netflix yeah. one. I'm way behind. Like I'm back in 2018. They're still making that. They're still, new They're still releasing them. Yeah. I think anyway, yeah. but um, yeah, it's, I, it's very uplifting, very uplifting. It makes me want to get a makeover or something, <laughs> you know, that's what Jonathan <laughs> cut my hair. Yeah. Actually you're, and actually let's put that out there because you're in the market for a new hairdresser. I, yeah, look, I'm, I'm open to it. We, we've been on a journey. I think we've mentioned it on the podcast a few times. Um, Tim, since then grew his hair long <laughs> I did, and is yeah. now panicked every time he goes to a hairdresser because he's like, they're going to ruin it. I don't know if I cut it short. I don't know what to do. I found a good hairdresser that can maintain yeah. like my hair. But if I want to change it, then mm. I'm just really stressed. You know, yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm very anxious. So. so if the Fab Five could reach out to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they want to give Tim a haircut. I, I believe you have to nominate Dan. I think that's what it has Oh, to I see what so. this is. You're asking. All right, I'm going to write this down. So nominate Tim. Bobby can come in and yeah. like do, uh, you know, do over the house. He has the hardest job, by the way. There's this guy, Karamo. He looks after culture. And so he's just like, how are you feeling, Dan? Tell mm. me about yourself. Mm. And he'll like come up with some uplifting thing for you to do to improve you as a person. Bobby, in the, mean, on the, in the meantime, like has to the flip house. their house <laughs> in a day. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the raw end of the bargain. Yeah, so, yeah, great show. I recommend. All right, nominate Tim for <laughs> Fab Five. Like it's very obvious you have a six-month-old right now. It's like you do some self-care. You need a haircut. Look, it's a no-judgment zone. It's okay. You'll get through it. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. I think he needed that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely needs some self-care. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Sarah, have you got another thing? A recommendation? App? Music? TV show? I'm going to go a bit left of field on my recommendation um, and just give a plug to um, the FIFA Women's World Cup that's starting it's later in this weeks. year. Yeah, go cool. and support the Matildas. Um, there are tickets up again now. I think they've gone and released another round this week. Ooh. It starts on the 20th of July, um, and it's going to be great. It'll be basically there'll be games across like all of Australia and capital cities. So. Please, please go because it'll be really great football um, and it'll also be supporting women's football as well. So it'll just be amazing. Like it's going to be such a buzz about it. And it's going to be such a great tournament. So please go and support the women. I was really Sick. hoping that they were going to play a game in Gosford, but that didn't happen. No, I thought they would. I thought they would too. Mm. I thought you'd get yeah, I thought we'd get like a few crap countries playing a gossip or something. And it's like, I'd still go see it because how often do you get to go see the World Cup? But um, but no, I'll have to travel to Sydney to go to a game. Unless there's one in Newcastle. I didn't check that actually. Maybe. Australia is pretty like favourite 
are they? Yeah, we're, we're, we're we recently team. beat. They are because a lot of a lot of the good players in England in like in the English team got like ACL. Yes, they are. The short oh, answer is yes. Yeah. So not when we get started. I think it's going to be a US Australia grand final. All right. And has it that Albert may give us a public holiday if they win? That would be good. They should give everyone but Melbourne a public holiday because they have enough sporting public holidays down there in Victoria. (laughs) You're right. I don't like to melbourne anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the public holiday i was gonna say yeah as a, like a human being i'm very excited about that public holiday as a, someone who has a busy business i don't know i don't think Albo should do that <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. All right. well, that is a very good recommendation everyone should go to watch actually the um the zero login screen right now and it's a it's a it's a female soccer player we were kicking balls at ZeroCon last year yeah. into their kicking balls into their nets that they had there did you get out there sarah on the soccer field at ZeroCon? or uh no i didn't no 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 i was sick because we had our soccer grand final the week before and i'd stayed we won so like i was not <laughs> oh <spaced>. wow <laughs> Yeah, you were still celebrating <laughs> or recovering from. I lost my voice. I was like, okay, I'm on recovery. Yeah. I can this is what happens when middle-aged women win a grand final in the over 30s. Well, it sounds so awesome good. to start with, but... Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> but, but also I can relate a little bit because I went into ZeroCon um, just getting over COVID and then the flu in a row back to back. And I was like a pharmacy full of medicine in my hotel room, sleeping like the night before trying to like, I need to get there tomorrow. And And we did it. Zerocon kind of feels like a bit of a mad Monday celebration as well, because there's just parties every night. It's ridiculous. It's full on. I spend far too much time talking and not enough absorbing the Mm. content. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's why I'm excited to take the team this year because we go for the podcast and we do a lot of interviews. We, you know, record a lot of content while we're there. But that means we, we rarely get to actually like <laughs> go to everything and learn everything. So I'm excited to take the team so they can go learn and then I can go around and do our normal, all our normal podcast stuff. Mm. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. We're taking the team as well. And I think none of them have ever been to one before. Yeah. And I think just... It's just such a nice introduction to the industry, you mm, know, like everyone's just in such a great mood. It's such a great vibe. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a winner with team, I think. Yeah. Mm. Well, I am looking forward to going. I'm looking forward. I'll, I'll see you there, Sarah. We, we can, we can, you know, um, I don't know what parties are on this year. I haven't looked into it completely yet, but I'm sure we'll have a drink at some point. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. You haven't been invited awkward. No, <laughs> I think there was a there was a sweet files thing and then there was a because normally it was a service mate one last year. I don't know, I haven't looked at it properly. Sarah's probably out. We've been Sarah, living under a rock. Booking yeah. is and stuff. <laughs> so our anyway, Sarah, not Yeah, our yeah, Sarah's yeah. booked this and stuff. <laughs> Sarah from our team. Yeah. <laughs> For a second I was like, why would Sarah be booking yeah, us? Sarah's stuff? Been booking us in stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's end the podcast there. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. If people want to get in touch with you, how do they find you? Uh, LinkedIn. Just find me on LinkedIn and reach out. Nice. Cool. cool. All right. Uh, if you message me on LinkedIn, I may not respond because <laughs> I get a lot of spam and I rarely go look through it. Uh, but if you do want to get in touch with us, too drunk podcast at gmail.com two drunk accountants on all the socials and uh two drunk accountants.com.au uh 
there may be one of our gifts, something to do with that towards the end of the month, but you'll have to find out later on. <laughs> Love it. Christmas. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we will calculate it.